0: what is going on y'all welcome back to the yes i will podcast yes i will yes i will what yes i will be successful yes i will break those destructive habits yes i will yes i will be a nicer person yes i will yes i will what you fill in the blank And let me know, let's talk about it. Yes, I will. And thank you for tuning in. It's great to be with you today. I talk a little bit about fitness, health and wellness, politics, religion, family matter, relationships, whatever it is that you wanna talk about, email me and we'll talk about it. The whole purpose here is to equip you for life challenges To help you learn your worth, discover your inner strength, and create the best in you, in mind, body, soul, and spirit. And if you haven't caught on to it, I share a little bit of my story, my life experiences, and challenges that I faced along the way. With that said, ask me anything. My life is an open book. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. So tell me. How are you doing? How are you doing? How was your week? Are you looking forward to something in the coming week or in the next coming months? Let me know. What is going on in your life? What are you looking forward to? Are your priorities the same this week or did they change? Well. Welcome to today's episode. We'll be diving deep into a topic that affects us all. Yes, life priorities. Life priorities. 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 Well, let's explore what life priorities are and why they matter. So whether you're striving for personal growth, better decision-making, or simply seeking more fulfillment, this episode is for you today, so stay tuned. This episode is for you today, so stay tuned. Priorities, priorities. It's crazy how priorities can change, right? They can change from one day to another. Sometimes it's a consequence that we have to pay, and other times it simply changes in life that are bound to happen right change doesn't always have to be a negative experience as i'm speaking right now i'm reminded how drastically my priorities changed from being a high school student to a teenage mother (laughs) i tell you my priorities shifted real quick from zero to a hundred real quick and yes so my priorities changed my priorities changed. Although homework and graduating with my high school diploma was still a priority, my newborn took the number one spot in my priorities, right? So he was hungry. Guess what? He had to eat. I had to stop what I was doing to feed him. Oh, now you need a diaper change. All right, well, we know what time it is. Oh no, now you puked on yourself Well, it's time to change your clothes, right? Some priorities just can't wait. Some priorities just don't wait. So what is the importance of setting life priorities? Well, speaking from experience, I believe setting priorities in life is essential. Setting priorities in life is essential. Essential is essential for achieving your goals. It gives you a sense of clarity and focus. It allows you to manage your time and resources effectively, reducing stress and living a life that aligns with your values and aspirations. It also provides a roadmap for personal growth, decision-making, and long-term satisfaction. But first things first, let's define life priorities. Life priorities. Life priorities. Because if we have different definitions of life priorities, then that means we're not on the same page. And I am not a person of confusion. So let's make things clear here because I want you to be successful. I want you to be successful in every area of your life. Okay? You're going to hear me say that a lot because I genuinely desire for every person that comes across this podcast to know that there is hope, to know that there's always room for growth. I want every person under my voice, every person, that there's more for you in life. There's more for you in life. There's a higher purpose, a greater purpose for you. So I want to help you discover. I want to help you Find your life's purpose. What were you born for? What are your interests? What excites you? What can you do easily, even in your sleep or with your eyes closed? So that's what I'm here for. And I want to make sure we're all on the same page. And hey, if I ever misinform you, I'm going to be really quick, if I'm aware of it to apologize and correct it. I'm not gonna go around the bush. I'm not gonna pretend I know something I don't know. We're gonna get rid of all confusion. We're gonna get rid of all confusion, okay? So life priorities. Life priorities. Life priorities are fundamental values, goals, and areas of focus that matter most to us as individuals. They serve as a compass guiding our choices and actions in the pursuit of a meaningful and purpose-driven life. Life priorities give us a sense of clarity and focus. Setting priorities helps you clarify what truly matters to you, allowing you to focus your time, energy, and resources on the things that align with your values and goals. This reduces the risk of feeling overwhelmed or scattered. Have you ever experienced that? Prioritization is essential for achieving your goals. It ensures that you're not merely reacting to life's circumstances, but actively working towards your desires and outcomes. Prioritizing time management helps you allocate it wisely. Because when you know what's most important to you, you can make informed decisions about how to spend time, avoiding time, wasting activities that don't contribute to your long-term objectives. Focusing on your top priorities can also reduce stress. When you know you're working on the things that matter to you the most, you're actually less likely to feel overwhelmed by unimportant or trivial tasks. This actually can lead to a greater sense of control and my favorite, peace of mind. Life priorities can also improve decision-making. When you face choices or dilemmas, your priorities can guide you in making decisions that actually align with your values and long term vision rather than scumming to short term impulses or society pressures. Setting priorities urges self reflection and self awareness. It forces you to really reevaluate what truly matters to you at different stages of life which can lead to personal growth and development as you gain a deeper understanding of your values, aspirations, and evolving needs. Mm-hmm. Setting life priorities also better relationships. It can also be applied to relationships. Knowing your priority in your personal and professional life can help you allocate time and effort to nurture and maintain the relationships that really matter the most to you. Life priorities is crucial, whether it's money, energy, or attention. By identifying your top priorities, you can actually distribute these resources more effectively to achieve your your desired outcome. When you consistently align your actions with your priorities, you're more likely to experience a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction in life. Priorities help you adapt. Being in tune with your priorities also allows you to new circumstances, opportunities, and challenges while staying true to what really, truly, truly matters most to you. While staying true to what really, truly, truly matters most to you. How have you experienced priorities in your life? Tell me. How have you experienced priorities in your life? If you haven't already, grab a pen and a paper. If you haven't already if you're not taking notes i'm gonna give you a, a few seconds go get a pen and some paper if possible try avoiding using your electronic device but you be the judge of that because if you're going to write notes and you're going to lose them at, at a later time then you're better off just writing notes on your electronic device i'm a pen and paper gal i feel like there's something when When we write or you're writing, rewriting what you're thinking or you're writing um, what you're processing. And I just feel like there's something there when you're able to write and process things at the same time. Like Literally, like you write it yourself. I'm not talking about typing. And then to be able to go back to it, to know that, that it's there and it's at hand and you can just pick it up and take a look at it. And you don't have to go through your phone and go through all these files and stuff. I don't know about you, but I'm just that person. And this is what I want you to do. Just be ready, be ready to write practical things. I'm going to mention a few things and I want you to write what would be your priority. I'm gonna give you some options, okay? I'm gonna give you some options and I just want you to pick one or the other. Not two, not, not both one or the other okay your answers are actually going to change depending on what season you are in your life okay so you ready let's do it you ready let's do it i'm going to give you some examples and i want you to write down your answer yeah yeah let's go let's go let's go let's go okay so If you haven't already, this is your second chance for you to go run right now. Get a pen and a paper, okay? Three, two, one. Y'all ready? Come on, I'm gonna give you a few more seconds, let's go. So, on the top of the paper, I want you to write your name. You're asking yourself, what is your priority? So for example, Myra what is your priority if you had to choose between and here they go this is the list okay if you had to choose between career and family what would it be for some of us we prioritize our career we prioritize advancing in our career and achieving professional success above all right meanwhile other people Place a higher emphasis on spending quality time with family and building relationships. And so my question to you is, what's your pick in this season that you find yourself right now? What's your priority? Is it your career or is it your family? How about adventure versus stability? Your choice. There is no right or wrong answer. It it just depends what season you find yourself at the moment. Adventure or stability. Some people prioritize adventurous experiences like traveling, exploring new places, and taking risks. Others prioritize stability and prefer a settled, routine life with financial security. What is it going to be for you? Can you have both? What do you say? Adventure or stability? Adventure or stability? Health and fitness, physical training, nutrition. These priorities obviously vary widely. Some prioritize fitness, others prioritize eating healthy, others just prioritize being more active. On a daily without having to work out so intense some people don't even work out they just go for walks or when they go grocery shopping they they park far or at work instead of taking the elevators I'm informed that they take the stairs and I'm so proud of them because they are making that one change they're changing something in their life right which it will go a long way it will go a long way for me the nutrition part it comes pretty easy I, I I like to eat I just eat healthy I eat healthy I eat wise I'm not too picky with my nutrition but with my workouts I am a little more strict I do like to lift heavy I do like to toss weights around here and there I um, Literally, I'm talking about weightlifting, overhead squats and power cleans and snatches and all that. That's not all I do and again, it depends what season I find myself in. It determines whether I do intense workouts for the next couple of months or can be strict on my diet or I just have to take it easy. It depends on the season I find myself in, right? And it's the same for you. And like anyone else, you know, I've had my roller coaster moments, I've I've had my ups and downs, and others focus more on their well being and work life balance, accepting a more relaxed approach to help. It all depends, it all depends what's going on in your life. It all depends what season you find yourself in, what you have access to or not. Um So what's your approach? What's your approach to health and fitness? The next priorities are education and work. You know, some young students, they might prioritize school, their education, and other people might prioritize work. What do you prioritize? What is the current season that you're in? Are you prioritizing school or are you prioritizing work? What happens when their desire is to continue their education, to to move forward in life and better themselves? So education is a priority, but the bills also don't wait, right? For me, it's both. In this season, where I'm at in life, it's both work and education i think you should never stop learning and obviously we need we need a job we we need to make money we have bills to pay we we want to live better than how we're living now right we're always looking to grow and don't let it come from an ambitious selfish place let it be because you want to better yourself let it be let it come from good motives your motives To do better in life is not to prove someone wrong. It's actually for you, for your family, for the generations yet to come, for your grandchildren, for whoever it is that you care for. So what's your priority? What's your priority? What's your priority? Is it gonna be community involvement or personal growth? If you had to choose one or the other, what would it be? Community involvement or personal growth? I honestly think they're both essential. These two things, these two priorities are extremely important. But you might prioritize one more than the other. Again, depending what season you find yourself in. Some people prioritize active involvement in their community, volunteering and social activism, which was something I did in high school actually. And others prioritize personal growth investing time in self-improvement and pursuing their passions are you prioritizing one or the other or both community involvement or personal growth how about material wealth and minimalism you see priorities related to material possessions can differ greatly some individuals prioritize accumulating wealth possessions while others make a choice for minimalism, valuing experiences and relationships over material things. What do you value the most? Relationships or materialistic things? These next priorities are actually a subject that can be talked about in a relationship as you're getting to know someone, or even definitely before marrying someone, would you guys prefer to travel, or are you guys homebodies? Have you even thought about these priorities? I haven't. Travel versus homebody. Like, would you prioritize traveling or staying home? I like to do both. I'm very neutral. I would love to do both. But right now, I think I'm more towards the homebody because I sure don't travel, and that's just the season I'm in right now. Um, It would be great to travel, but just thinking about it sometimes, it's really exhausting. (laughs) But yeah, to travel, not to travel, to stay home, or not to stay home. What is your priority? What do you say? Friendships versus solitude. Friendships or solitude? Friendships or solitude? Friendships or solitude? Now, I know priorities regarding social interactions can definitely vary. Some individuals, they prioritize building and maintaining a wide circle of friends, while others find solitude and introspection more fulfilling. I believe friendships and solitude are actually essential. It is really important that we surround ourselves with a healthy community, that we have support, that we have people who call us out on the things that that we don't want to hear or the things that we have no business doing, but also having your me time, having my, my me time, and just having my quiet time and just spending time with myself. It's also essential for me. Think about it. Whatever your answer is, remember you can only pick one or the other. I know I've been talking about can you have one or the other? Can you have both? But for this exercise, you can only pick one or the other. So for you, what do you value more? What would you consider more of a priority? Friendships or solitude? But what I want you to do is that I want you to think about why your answer. Why did you choose that answer? Because you have to be very careful. Sometimes when you're depressed, when you're struggling with something, with something that you're ashamed of or you're just hiding something you have a hidden sin or something that you're just not proud of it isolates you you disconnect from community you disconnect from the people who love you you disconnect from the people who call out your blind spots right you disconnect from the people i want you to be very careful when you answer this question what's your priority on this one because if it's friendship, and you can be dealing with codependency. If it's solitude, you can be dealing with isolation and other stuff that is not healthy. So I want you to ask yourself, why am I picking friendship and why solitude? And be honest with yourself. But we're moving forward, okay? We're moving on you can go back on your own time and be honest with yourself and bring these things up and you know just get to know yourself a little more a little deeper get to know yourself a little more a little deeper get to know yourself a little more a little deeper not what people say about you not what people think about you but who you truly are so moving forward so the next priorities The next priorities, I challenge you, I challenge you to, I challenge you to consider. And not just think about it from a familiar place or a familiar feeling or familiar emotions, okay? So, what's your priority? What are you going to prioritize? Spirituality or secularism? You see some people, Prioritize their spiritual beliefs and practices. Dedicating time to meditate, to pray, or even attend religious events. Women gatherings, men gathering, um, church events. And others prioritize more of a secular world of view, Focusing more on rationality and scientific explorations. Just remember this. Just remember this. Just remember this. Your old ways didn't get you that far, did it? So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Some people prioritize artistic expressions instead of practicality. For some, artistic expression through hobbies like painting, writing, or music are actually top priorities for them. As for other individuals, prioritize practicality and may focus more on career-related or everyday tasks. My question to you is, what's your pick? Artistic expression or practicality? How about when it comes to environmentalism versus convenience? Some individuals prioritize eco-friendly living, conservation efforts, and sustainability, while others prioritize Convenience and may not place as much emphasis on environmental concerns. Hmm, what does this look like? Shall I go out of my way to recycle? What does it look like? Do you care for the environment? Or do you just do what's convenient and you don't really think about what's best for the environment? You see, I'm never going to tell you how you should think. I'm never going to tell you what you should do, but I am going to challenge you. And you're going to hear me say that a lot. I am going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you. And I'm going to challenge you because I am going to challenge you because I'm just going to challenge you because I challenge myself. So I'm going to challenge you, (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to ask you to do something I already haven't done. I'm never going to tell you to do something that I won't do or that I yet haven't done, I haven't gone before you. So anything that I encourage you to do is because I've been there, done it, and I know it works, right? I wish I would have had someone in my life, in my corner, telling me, Hey, Myra, be aware of this here. Hey, Myra, watch your back over there. Hey, Myra, maybe you shouldn't go into that place even though you feel prepared for it. Hey, Myra, I'm gonna save you some trouble. Why don't you just listen to my wisdom? Right? So I want to be that person for you. I want to save you time. I want to save you the headache. I want to save you the trauma, I want to save you the drama, I want to save you all the struggles and all the confusion and the doubt. I want to make things easier for you and yet still challenge you and regardless if I agree with your decision or not, I'm still going to challenge you. I'm still going to cheer you on. I'm still going to, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care to agree with you. I just want you to be better. I want you to do better. We can agree to disagree. We can have different core values, different opinions. But whatever your belief is, whatever your priorities are, whatever Whatever it is that you got going on in life, do something about it. Do something about it. Do something about it. Do something about it, even if it's not the right thing that you're supposed to be doing at that time. Do it, fail, have a petty party, but get up, shake it off, dust it off, and move forward. So what are you going to do? What would be your priority? Is your priority family planning? Is that the season you're in? This puts a smile on my face because I have friends who are married and they're like in the season of baby making. And one of my friends, they they have two children and she's pregnant. If she hasn't given birth this week, it's gonna be next week or, some, or something. But the baby's coming soon. And it just brings so much joy that that is their priority right now, right? They're married, they have two children, and they want more kids. So is that a priority for you? Family planning. And you know, some individuals prioritize family planning, while others prioritize remaining child-free or pursuing alternative family arrangements. How about you? What do you desire to do? 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 Do you prioritize having children? Maybe you have an alternative family arrangement, or maybe you're just like, nah, no children for me. Why? Or is it just not yet? You want to get to the root of your desires. because a lot of decisions that we make in life are either based on fear or a lie and you want to get to the bottom of your desires why do i desire this one thing why is this thing a priority right now where is this priority going to get me to what is the root of your desires because if those desires are built on a lie that you believed as a child, if, if, if those priorities, if those goals are based on something that you created because of something that happened to you that brought fear. So now for that to never happen again I have to be in this place in my life or this has to happen. So, it's important that we get to the root and the motives of our desires, of our goals, the goals that we set for our future. It's really important that we are aware of those things. That was not on my notes, (laughs) but I feel like that's for someone. So if that's for you or if that triggered something in you, shoot me an email. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear from you. So do you prioritize children? Is that going to be a priority sometime in the future? Let's talk about identifying our priorities. Self-reflection and identifying your own priorities are essential steps in living a purposeful and fulfilling life. Can I encourage you to take the next step? Can I encourage you to take the next step? Can I? You can also write this down so you know, so you remember what to do. I'm gonna give you some practical things that you can do if you yet don't know your purpose, if you yet don't know your priorities. So I want you to write these things down and start processing with yourself what your priorities are and what your priorities should probably be if your priorities are not aligned with your goals and your core values. It's time to reassess and realign your core values and your priorities. Um, So this is what I want you to do. These are just practical things that you can do to identify your priorities with this process. How can you identify your priorities? How can you identify your priorities? It's really simple. Identifying your priorities. Identifying your priorities. First, set aside quiet time. Find a quiet time uninterrupted space where you can actually think, reflect without any distractions, without any distractions, without any distractions, without any distractions. distractions. This could be at home, this could be at a park, this could be anywhere where you feel comfortable and you won't be distracted. And you won't be distracted. And you won't be distracted. Another thing that you can do is actually journal. Journaling. Has been really helpful for me start journaling start recording your thoughts your feelings and observations write about your experiences your success challenges moments of joy even frustration you have to write them down you have to see those things on paper and ask yourself key questions you ready write these down You can answer them as we go, but also make sure to take time this week and actually go back to your notes. Go back to your notes and review these questions. And it's okay if your questions change because you might be in a better state of mind when you go back to it again. So these these are questions, these notes, actually today's notes, If you're taking notes today today's notes it's actually a tool that you can keep in your back pocket and you can go back to these questions as you reassess yourself as you reevaluate your life and your motives and your goals ask yourself these questions what values are more important to you ask yourself what values are more important to me What activities or experiences bring the most joy and fulfillment? What are my long-term goals and aspirations? What would I regret not doing or pursuing in my lifetime? What would I regret not doing or pursuing or not pursuing or pursuing in my lifetime? Ask yourself, what are my strengths? my passions and my talents do you know that about you do you know that about you do you know your passions what are your talents your strengths what role do relationships family and community play in my life prioritize your values prioritize your values prioritize your values what are your values What are your values? List your core values. What are the things more valuable to you? What are the things that you hold, that you treasure in your life? And rank them, and rank them in order of importance. These values might include things like family, career, health, creativity, adventure, spirituality, and community involvement. Assess your time, assess your time. Have you analyzed, are you aware of where you spend your time and energy? Are your daily activities and commitments in alignment with your values and priorities? If not, consider, consider, consider what changes you have to make in life. Because if not, consider what changes you have to make in life what changes you have to make in your life. Write this down. Visualize your ideal life. Have you done that? Have you imagined what your life can be like? Can I suggest something? Can I suggest you start acting, you start thinking, you start talking like you're already there? Put it to practice. Put it to practice starting now. Imagine you, and i hope you're still writing these things down imagine your life several years from now what does it look like what are you doing then i hope you're writing these questions down what kind of relationships do you have then when you visualize what you want your future to be like what you want your future to be It helps you clarify your long-term priorities. I dare you to ask a friend or a family member, someone trustworthy. Ask them what they perceive your strengths are. See what they say. Don't be afraid to get feedback from people you trust. Don't be afraid to get feedback from people who you know who care about your well-being, who they have nothing to gain, they have nothing to lose, if you do well or not. But yet, Their heart goes for your well-being. They want to see you succeed. I want to see you succeed. Ask someone who knows you what they perceive about you. Your strength. Your skills. Your talents. Don't be afraid to get feedback. Don't be afraid to get constructive criticism because they care for you. So I challenge you to ask someone you trust, someone wise, what they perceive about your strengths, your skills, and your talents, your passions, and your values. Don't be afraid to experiment or explore. Try new activities. New experiences can actually help you discover interests and passions that you probably don't even know that you have review past achievements and regrets reflect on your past success and regrets what did you accomplish that made you proud and what opportunities did you miss this can shed the light on what's most truly important to you consider your legacy consider your legacy consider your legacy consider your legacy legacy. Have you thought about that? What legacy are you living behind? Consider your legacy. Think about the legacy you want to leave behind. What impact do you want to leave? What impact do you want to have on the world, your community, and your loved ones? Think legacy. Think legacy. Thinking legacy can reveal meaningful priorities. You can set SMART goals, meaning once you identify your priorities and set specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals to align your actions with those priorities. Regularly review and adjust, review and adjust, and the key here is regularly, 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 Review and adjust, review and adjust, because priorities can change, and they will change over time. It is important to regularly revisit and adjust your priorities as needed, especially when significant life events or personal growth occur. Occur! I want you to remember this. Remember, self-reflection is an ongoing process. Self-reflection is an ongoing process. Self-reflection is an ongoing process. Yeah? We can agree on that, right? Self-reflection is an ongoing process. And it's perfectly normal for your priorities to evolve as you progress through different stages of life. Be patient. Be patient and compassionate. And compassionate. Be patient and compassionate with yourself. Be patient and compassionate with yourself. Be patient and compassionate with yourself as you explore and align your life with what truly matters to you. I like this one popular quote by Stephen Covey, the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he said, the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. You got it? Osea Stephen reminds us of the importance of not reacting to the demands of daily life, but proactively scheduling and focusing on what truly matters to you, right? I feel like I keep saying that. What truly matters to you. It is what really, what truly, really, really it is, what truly matters to you. It's not what matters to Myra. It's not what matters to your mama, to your auntie, to your grandmama, to your daddy. No, what matters to you. What matters to you. And so, Stephen is pointing out the importance of not reacting to the demands of daily life, but proactively scheduling and focusing on what truly matters to you right I love it I love it I absolutely love it and not only not only focusing on what truly matters to you but truly aligning your actions with your priorities Whew! I don't know about you but doesn't this motivate you (laughs) doesn't it motivate you to take control to take control of your time money, energy to purpose your most meaningful goals and values. Let's talk about balancing these priorities, balancing these priorities, right? We talked about priorities and core values and what's important to you. So how do you balance all these things, all these priorities, core values, Balancing these priorities are challenging, it really is. It's a challenge that we face trying to manage and balance various competing priorities, right? And it is challenging, it is challenging to balance these priorities. The most obvious challenge we all equally face is the time limit amount. Of time available in a day. (laughs) Trying to juggle multiple priorities can lead to feelings of being overwhelmed and stretched too thin. And along with time constraints, spreading our energy across all these priorities can lead to fatigue and reduce overall effectiveness in each area. Priorities can also sometimes conflict with one another. For example, work demands may clash with family priorities and personal goals leading to difficult choices. Have you found yourself stuck in a situation where you had to choose between work and time with your family? Not cool at all, is it? We have to be aware of these things. We have to be aware of the challenges. We have to be aware that when we are constantly making decisions about how to allocate time, resources, and attention because it can lead to decision fatigue. Just simply making it harder to make quality choices. It could be stressful, it can be stressful, particularly when it feels like there's never enough time to address everything adequately. How about neglected priorities? (laughs) See what happens is that when you focus on some priorities more than the other ones, there's a risk of neglecting the ones you value less in the short term, potentially leading to regrets or dissatisfaction. And there's a lack of boundaries. Obviously not setting clear boundaries can lead to priorities bleeding into each other. For example, you bring work-related stress home, it affects the people at home. It affects your family. It truly does. As you're trying to maintain a high level of productivity across various priorities can lead to burnout if not managed effectively. I also want to bring up to your attention that balancing priorities doesn't always mean equal attention to each. See, sometimes one area requires a little more focus, a little more attention, leaving others feeling neglected, potentially impacting overall life satisfaction. And we know that circumstances change and sometimes adapting to new situations while still maintaining existing priorities can also be challenging. And then we have peer and societal pressure that can make it difficult to maintain personal priorities. And that brings me to lack of clarity. Sometimes we struggle to clearly define our priorities, making it challenging to allocate time and resources effectively. We know it is no secret. Overcoming these challenges requires effective time management, boundary setting, self-care practices, and most importantly, regular self-assessment and adjusting priorities as circumstances change. It's also essential to recognize that balance doesn't always mean perfection. Balance doesn't always mean perfection. Balance doesn't always mean perfection. Doesn't always mean perfection. You got that? It is essential to recognize that balance does not mean perfection. It does not mean perfection. You hear me? Balance does not mean perfection. It's about finding sustainable to allocate your time and energy that aligns with what truly matters to you at any given point of your life. So what are some strategies for time management and decision making? Time management strategies. Time management strategies. Time management strategies could be prioritizing your tasks. You can categorize your tasks into four different groups. What's urgent? And important what's important but not urgent what's urgent but not important and neither urgent or important focus on the important tasks first obviously you can set clear goals you can create a to-do list block time the obvious one is limiting distractions you must identify the common distractions in your life you must identify the common distractions in your life. The common distractions in your life. It's a must, you have to. You have to identify the common distractions in your life and take steps to minimize those distractions. And take steps to minimize those distractions. Take steps to minimize those distractions. Perhaps a silencing your phone. Another example is blocking your web user, blocking websites during work hours Use time management tools, there's a lot of apps for that, a lot of digital tools that you can use for that, and also um, batch similar tasks. This minimizes you going back and forwards, context switching, and it actually enhances efficiency. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to delegate tasks when possible, and also consider outsourcing tasks that are outside of your expertise. Set realistic deadlines. It just truly reduces stress and it prevents burnout. You want to avoid burnout. You want to avoid burnout at all costs, at all costs and you want to make sure that you're reflecting and you're reviewing and reviewing and reflecting regularly, regularly. Review your time management strategies and adjust them based on your effectiveness and changing priorities. Also, reevaluating and adjusting periodically, reevaluating priorities is essential for when circumstances change in your life, when circumstances change unexpectedly, when events such as career opportunities, health issues, family changes, or personal growth can alter what matters the most to you. Regular evaluation ensures that your priorities remain relevant to your current situation. Reevaluating and adjusting periodically is essential for personal growth. As we grow and gain new experiences, our values, our interests, and aspirations evolve. What was once a top priority may no longer hold the same significance. I like the fact that reevaluating our, our priorities allows us to well align them with our personal growth journey. Reevaluating your and adjusting your priorities is also ensuring you that your priorities are aligned with your goals. If your priorities and your goals are mismatched, you might find it challenging to make progress, or you might feel unfulfilled when achieving goals that don't really resonate with you. Reevaluating and adjusting your priorities can prevent burnout. Reevaluating and adjusting your priorities can prevent burnout. If you are continuously pursuing priorities that no longer serve you, warning. warning, 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 warning. I'm giving you a warning that if you are continuously pursuing priorities that no longer serve you, you will experience burnout. It will lead it's just a matter of time. It will lead to burnout and exhaustion. Reevaluation helps identify when it's time to scale back on certain circumstances, on certain commitments. Open your mind to new opportunities and possibilities. You may discover exciting ventures or passions that you hadn't really considered in the past, enriching your life in unexpected ways. Regular assessment has actually helped me to allocate my resources such as time, energy, money more effectively. You can redirect these resources towards priorities that matter most at the moment. Reevaluating and assessing periodically ensures that your actions are aligned with your values and long-term vision. It helps you prevent drifting off course and losing sight of what's genuinely important to you. We have external factors like economic changes, societal shifts, or global events that can impact your priorities. Reassessing your priorities allows you to adapt to these external events while still at the same time staying true to your core values. Aligning yourself with current priorities enhances overall life satisfaction. It helps you feel more content, fulfilled, and you're in control of your choices. When you reevaluate and assess your priorities, it serves you as a foundation for better decision making. I say regularly reevaluating your priorities is a proactive practice that keeps you in touch with your evolving self and helps you lead a, a purposeful and fulfilling life. Don't you want that? It allows you to adapt to change. And in my case, I had to set meaningful goals and make choices that aligned with with not what I knew and what I was familiar with, but with pure core values and long-term vision because I knew that was going to help me stick to the plan and stay focused when all of my being said the contrary. You see, making all the right decisions was the goal. It was really the goal, living right, living a clean life, sober, sober sober-minded, clear-minded, that was only half of the battle. Now maintaining my new life, maintaining my new healthy life, maintaining my new healthy and better life was the other half of the battle because there were times when I felt so accomplished, mentally, physically, emotionally, And the only way I knew how to celebrate myself, the only way I knew how to celebrate my accomplishments was by drinking, getting wasted, getting high. Why was that necessary if I was already feeling great? I was already feeling accomplished. I was already feeling powerful. Smoking, drinking, getting high, it was gonna make me feel better. I thought I was already feeling great. So why did I choose to celebrate my accomplishments in a way that will hinder me? It will stunt what I worked so hard for. All the sacrifice that I made, that I did, to better myself. For me to just celebrate in a very familiar way that I know that is destructive. How are you going to maintain your new and improved life? What are you going to do? How are you going to maintain your life, your new healthy life, as you continue to improve your well-being? Because the improvement in your life doesn't stop. Well, improving your well-being and lifestyle is an ongoing process. It's an ongoing process is an ongoing process that involves adapting to healthy habits and making intentional choices in various areas of your life, of our lives. Incorporating the following ideas into your daily routine can contribute to your overall well-being and help you lead a healthier and more fulfilling life. I'll give you some ideas that help me maintain my healthy lifestyle. And I tell you that it incredibly enhanced my well-being. Some particular things that you can do on a daily basis, honestly, first and foremost, first and foremost, prioritize, prioritize self-care, prioritize self-care, prioritize Prioritize self-care. You must, you must set time every day for self-care. Set time aside for your personal self-care. Activities that nourished me, my mind, my body, and my spirit was really learning to be still. To be still and quiet. Control my breathing. Taking ice cold baths or hot or taking a relaxing bath, a bubble bath. Whatever it is, whatever it looks like, make sure that you set aside some time for your personal care. Regular exercising is another one, and I know some of you are already feeling extremely fatigued, you're so exhausted just by hearing the word exercise. Relax, relax. So here's the thing about exercising, and this is coming from a fitness coach. I'm gonna keep it very simple because the secret is not killing yourself at the gym. It's not about working out so intense that you can't even move the next day. Some people train intense. When I train and I don't feel sore the next two days, I'm thinking like, okay, I didn't push myself. And that's not always the case. Sometimes you're just not gonna feel sore, but you don't have to sweat bullets. You don't have to feel that you're dying two minutes into your workout. It doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to get all gassed out trying to catch your last breath. Honestly, there's been times when I've gone months without without lifting, without lifting heavy or without lifting, period. And it is in that season where I eat more healthy. Um, I do home workouts, um, but for me, it's actually because of my spiritual walk. Um, sometimes I fast. Sometimes it does affect. It depends how long I fast for. Sometimes it does affect my my strength. My workouts have to change. The weight of the load has to change. It just has to because my my daily activities are different. So. The secret is the secret is I eat wise. Eat wise. And let me explain what I mean by that. When I say I eat wise, that means that I'm automatically in healthy and smart. This is the trick. This is part of the secret. You ready? Eat food of life. Eat food of life. Food of life. What is food of life? Food of life is the best nutrition plan you will ever get your hands on. Food of life is the best nutrition advice you will ever get. Now, what does that look like? Food of life. What can I eat, you might ask? The answer is anything. You can eat anything. Anything. Pretty much anything you want, as long as it grows from the ground. If it grows on the ground, it has life, it's alive, and you can eat. Get it in you. That means no processed food. That means no sugar. Dairy is optional, I guess. I would even say no dairy. I dare you to. Just saying. So it's food that grows, it's organic. So yes, my coffee lovers, there goes your answer. I'm sure there's some mud coffee that's healthy for you. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know, you might have an alternative. You know, just uh, last week, this past week, One of the gym members stopped me while I was working out and she asked for some nutrition advice and she said, I just can't stop eating tortillas hechas a mano con queso y la salsita. Translation, I can't stop eating handmade tortillas with cheese and salsa. It has a better ring to it in Spanish, doesn't it? ¿Tortillitas hechas a mano con salsita y quesito? Andale. And so she was telling me this. She was telling me that she just can't stop eating handmade tortillas with cheese and salsa. And so I asked her, you said, you can't or you choose not to. Let's be honest. Be honest with yourself. And she said she wasn't willing to. She chose not to. And I said, okay, so... You choose not to. Fine. Now, my suggestion would be that all your other meals are based, are made around that main meal that you can't stop eating. Right? So if you're having tortillas such as a mano con queso y salsa, then let your other meals be healthier meals. And that's fine. So it's learning the balance. Learning how to balance. Learning how to balance. Learning how to balance your nutrition. The next thing I want to share with you, and just to be clear, I don't condone this at all, okay? But I have had some wild clients who enjoy drinking, they enjoy going out on the weekend and on the weekday, and they just like they enjoy drinking they enjoy eating and I had it's funny because they're actually familiar stories I had a handful of clients in my time being a fitness coach they've been open and they have shared with me they're making it clear they're not going to stop they're not going to slow down on their drinking habits or their eating out habits and so after I drill them to the ground a little bit and hammer them um, you know I tell them it's not my job to control you I don't do the whole controlling thing Um, I don't manipulate you're an adult you know what you ought to be doing you know what's healthy for you you know what's right what's not Um, so if you choose not to make these changes one still gonna see results you're not gonna see results as fast as you want but you're still gonna see results because one you're not training my method so if you eat healthy or not I guarantee you there's gonna be some kind of change in your body in your life, in in your life in general because you're doing nothing of what I'm gonna have you do okay so and then I come up with strategies. Okay, so what are the things that you're eating, right? We get a little more into detail because we are people of routine. We, sometimes we don't, a lot of times we don't like change. So we will find ourselves eating the same food, going out to the same places on the weekend and all of that, right? Especially if you have these destructive habits, patterns that are not going to benefit you in the long run okay let's be realistic and so so I break it down I ask all these questions like where do you go what, do you, what are the things that you eat do you eat their leftovers do you take leftovers home? And so and I have had people that, who have worked with me and they said I want this badly but I'm aware that this is an addiction and I, it's, it's deeper than just bad eating habits obviously there's things that that we've dealt with in our childhood that stays with us through our adulthood and so and so this this specific client she was in her 30s she used to go out on the weekends drink party Um just so you know I had the privilege to walk with her she broke free from a lot of her addictions that she didn't think there was anything wrong with she just didn't know any better, so she broke free from all of that. But in her thirties, and so our plan was this. And by the way, she saw results; she lost weight. Um, so her meals, her 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 whole agenda went a little something like: she had leftover pizza from from last night and pasta, and you know he, she had drinking issues, so she was drinking throughout the day. Um, she was showing up to the gym drunk there were times where I'm like we're just gonna sit in the steam room because I could not train her intoxicated or even it or she was hungover or something it was always something interesting with her and um, and so what her nutrition looked like was that for sure she was drinking early morning she was having pizza and pasta leftovers from last night Um, and she saw results so with this said it's like I'm never going to tell you what to do how to think Um, we don't have to agree on these things we don't have to agree on everything but I am going to challenge you and one thing I assure you is that if you give me 1% of you you're going to be 1% better you're going to be 1% improved. And with that 1%, you will experience a massive ripple effect in you. And that 1% will turn to 5%. You'll be 5% better. And next thing you know, you're 10% better. And next thing you know, you're about a 100% better. All right. All right. Maybe not a 100%. I'm not going to shoot for 100%. I'll give you my 100% in everything I do. But reality is that we're not perfect. We're not perfect. But if I can be 1%, 5%, 15%, 80% better than what I was yesterday or 30 minutes ago, I'll take it. I take it. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> we should never be the same, guys. We should never be the same. If we are continually working on bettering ourselves, enriching our lives, we should never, ever be the same. So healthy, regular exercise routine is one of the ways you can maintain your new lifestyle and enhance your well-being. Regular exercise routine is one of the ways you can maintain your new lifestyle and enhance your well-being and obviously depending on your fitness level your age i i encourage you i challenge you to start with five ten minutes walk for five ten minutes daily i'm not going to tell you do it three two days a week no do it daily for now daily every day It's nothing too intense, right? You're not doing anything too intense. Start somewhere. I don't care if it's from your sofa to the front door, from your sofa to the backyard. Start somewhere. And I don't want to paint the picture that I'm only talking to overweight people because that is not the case. That is not the case. Some of you have been injured at work. So some of you were injured when you played sports in school and you're an, an adult now. You've been injured all this time. You're not even making excuses. Your reasons are valid, but it's time for a change. It is time for a change. It is time for a change and you've been sitting there and you've been laying there and you've been medicating and you've been drinking. You're actually able to get off your couch. You're actually able to get out of bed. Go for a walk. Get out there. Get some fresh air. Today is the day you break free. Today is the day. Today is the day that you do something different. Whatever your activity is, whatever your sport is, Choose to be consistent. Walk slow if you have to. Don't get tired. The priority here is not to get tired and to feel beat up and beat down. The priority here is to focus on your active time. Start at three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I don't know. It depends on your fitness level on your restrictions what are you able and willing and capable of doing i promise you that you will feel great you it will motivate you to do more but even when it does start to feel easy even when it starts to feel like you're getting better be careful be wise to not push yourself to the limit unless you're able to but remember that you're living You're walking this journey. You're in this for the long run. You're in this for the long run. Aren't you? So find a balanced meal and exercise. Find a physical activity that fits your lifestyle. And if you don't like it, keep trying new things. Experiment. It's important that you emphasize to prioritize sleep and establish a consistent sleep schedule, create a relaxing bedtime routine. How much sleep are you getting? Are you getting seven, nine hours of sleep? I'm curious. I'm curious to know how much sleep do you get daily? Monday through Thursday, I get about, I want to say six, for sure, six hours of sleep. And then I get an hour or hour and a half nap now on the weekend Friday through Sunday I get about 9 to 10 hours of sleep (laughs) (sighs) and yes I have no trouble sleeping it doesn't matter how stressed I am I don't stress anymore but you know unexpected things happen and sometimes you know we can't help but to think and worry but I tell you like On my worst day, I don't lose sleep. Uh -uh. I don't lose sleep. Thank God for that. Because I come from a background of pulling all-nighters, often being on the go, 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 go. And thank God for restoring my sleep and my rest. I hope that at some point throughout these episodes, I get to share with you a part of my testimony where God taught me to slow down and rest and nap and to me those things are very valuable I take my naps very serious Um, it's just part of being healthy Um, so yes moving forward moving on another practical thing is managing stress one way that i managed stress was and i even had fun with it at some point in my life it was being mindful of my emotions and feelings and circumstances and and things i was going through at that time and i said that i had fun with it because there was a time that i even looked forward to saying no to things and I felt so accomplished and I just felt powerful and I felt like I had authority and I could say no to certain things and I just I, I started I started having fun with that because I started loving how it would make me feel that I could say no to certain things things that had a really strong hold on my life so yes and also journaling when you journal you know you're writing you're writing your struggles it gives you an opportunity to go back to those experiences to see patterns in your life to see the accomplishments and to see your story unfold before your eyes right like you're reading you're you're reading about yourself you're learning about yourself. Because sometimes when we go through things, when we experience certain things, good or bad, like we get stuck in the moment that and and, and sometimes it's easy to forget about it, or sometimes we remember um we remember situations or, or feelings, how we felt in that moment. But when we can actually go back and read details and be reminded of feelings and emotions and uncertainty and doubt, and you can actually go back and see the outcome, the results, your story. Like how, how wonderful, how beautiful is that? I love going back to my journals, and it hasn't always been easy. It wasn't easy. Like I hated writing. I hated reading. It wasn't always easy for me. I didn't know how to write. I always, I always thought like writing, I, I'm, I was supposed to sound eloquent, and all I had was once upon a time. There were times in my journal when all I wrote was big SOS across my notebook, and that was it. And I just loved that. Like, I love that I can go back to my notes. I love that I can go back to my journal and read my past experiences. And sometimes in my life, in my personal life, Holy Spirit reminds me, like, oh, go back to this notebook or go, or you wrote something here. And, and I love getting lost going through my pages and notebook after notebook. And uh-huh, I found it. And, uh, and I just love that and I just, I love watching my story unfold, it's so it's so awesome, it's just beautiful. Do you have access to that? Do you have access, have you journaled in the past and can you go back to the very first journal? I dare you to do that. Do you have that first journal? that first notebook where you just wrote random stuff. I triple dare you to go back and see what stands out. You know, having healthy relationships is also another way to maintain your new and healthy lifestyle. Nurture your relationships with love. Spend quality time with family and friends. And be sure that you communicate openly to maintain strong connections. Set boundaries. If you stick around for, the ne- for next week, we're gonna talk about boundaries. Set boundaries. And boundaries for me in my life is a big one. Boundaries, a lot of times we think about boundaries and we think of things that we shouldn't be doing. We think of things that we have no business doing, but in reality, they are boundaries of protection. Have you thought about it that way? Boundaries is to protect us. Boundaries is to protect us. What is that boundary for you? What is that boundary for you? What is that boundary actually protecting? And what happens if you can get someone to increase in value on anything that moves you away from doing what is right? And it actually moves towards you actually protecting and fighting on behalf of that thing. I can testify that boundaries prevented me from burning out and it helped me to maintain a healthier life balance. Can I suggest something to you? Learn to say no. Learn to say no. Learn to say no. That's a boundary people pleasers have an issue with. Learn to say no when it's necessary. Learn to say no when it's necessary to protect your well-being. Continuous learning. Read books, take courses, or explore new hobbies and interests. Practice gratitude. But all goes wrong all the time. I have nothing to be grateful for. Well, that's a lie from the pit of hell. You're listening to me. If you can hear my voice, that means that you have a good pair of ears. Be grateful for that. You could be deaf. You're breathing? Yeah? But you prefer to not be breathing? Well, guess what? You're not that powerful. But God is. And God has you here right now, under my voice. And it's not a coincidence you get it you're here for a reason you have a greater purpose if you believe it or not it's true I want you to email me you specifically you I want you to email me stick till the end email me when we get done here so stick around you have a roof over your head be grateful You might be struggling to pay the rent, but do you have a ceiling over your head? I believe that's something to be grateful for. Check if the toilet is still in your bathroom. I would be grateful for that. A stove? A refrigerator? Maybe with no food in it, but you have more than enough. Be grateful. Be grateful. So to maintain a better and healthy life, You must cultivate gratitude by reflecting on the positive aspects of your life daily. Gratitude will improve your mood and overall well-being. Be grateful, fix your attitude. (laughs) You can also limit your screen time. You're not gonna like that one. Be mindful of your screen time. You can also do digital detox. Be intentional to disconnect from screen and focus on in-person relationships and self-reflection. That could be a thing too. You can connect with nature, go for walks. Gardening is one way to connect with nature. Or simply enjoying the outdoors can boost your mood and reduce stress. Help others. Some of you need to engage in acts of kindness and volunteer. Do something for someone else. I guarantee you it will enhance your sense of purpose and well being. Be mindful when you eat. Practice mindful eating. Practice positivity along with being grateful. Don't entertain the negative thoughts and practice being a little more compassionate towards yourself. You can. Schedule a regular health checkup with your doctor. Limit alcohol and tobacco. Quitting these habits altogether will definitely promote better physical health. Set goals. Set goals. Connect socially. And celebrate the small wins. And celebrate the small wins. And celebrate the small wins. When you celebrate your achievements, no matter how small they are, no matter how small they may seem, because recognizing your success can boost your motivation and well-being. Aligning your priorities with values can lead to a sense of fulfillment. So what's something practical that you can do to set priorities and achieve your goals in life? So you can also write this down. One practical thing that you can do right now is to create a list. your top three priorities it's a small step but it can have a significant impact on how you approach various aspects of life these simple exercises will help you gain clarity on what truly matters to you and here is how to do it so one find a quiet and comfortable place to sit and think number two grab a pen and paper we talked about this or your electronic device and you want to ask yourself what are the most important things in my life right now write down your answers without thinking too much these answers could be related to your career family health personal growth relationships or anything else that is significant to you and once you have your list now you take a moment to reflect on it Are these priorities aligned with your values and long-term goals? All right. Before we go, let's stop here. Let's pause here. This is your next step. My challenge to you is this. What are you going to do in the next 24 hours to make it happen in your life? Because honestly, if you're not taking action, it's irrelevant what's your priority this week what's your priority this coming month or the next three months how far along are you planning what's your priority and what's going to be your action step email me email me at yes i will royalty podcast at gmail.com yes i will at royalty at gmail.com and let me know what's going on in your life. I want to hear your story. I really do. I want to hear your story. So let me know. Let me know what's, what's your action step. Let me know what's going on in your life. Let me know what you're going to do in the next 24 hours. You, the one that I told you to email me earlier, email me. I want to hear about you. I want to meet you. And if you don't know what your next action step is, guess what? It's okay. It's okay. Then this is what you do. You email me. Email me. Email me. And we will figure this out. We will figure it out together. We will figure it out together. So email me at yesiwillroyaltypodcast at gmail.com. Yes, I will. RoyaltyPodcast at gmail.com And that's all the time we have for this episode. Can't wait to see you next week. Until then, make decisions to get out there. Make, Make the decision to do something new and do something beneficial. I challenge you. I challenge you to do something different in your life. So take action and do whatever it takes to move forward. Also tune in next week. And that's a wrap. And that's a wrap. That's all, folks.